Welcome to the Sarah HQ podcast. It's Sarah Izeyamu here, and I'm super excited to be recording this episode. In <laughs> so this episode is going to be super, super special. I have an amazing guest with me here, Mr. Aslan Mihans. He, we're going to be talking about how to adapt your sales in a post COVID-19 world. So with everything happening in, with the whole lockdown and everything, there, this isn't a permanent phase. There is a post COVID-19 phase and you need to prepare your business towards then. So thank you so much, Mr. Arsenal for joining. How are you doing today? Thank you, sir, for inviting. All good. Uh, uh, we're just having, I would say, a lot of rain in Munich, but all good. Oh, it's raining there. <laughs> yeah, it's like... I mean, it was very sunny during the day, but uh, since the last couple of hours, it's really raining like cats and dogs. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, I love cool weather, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's hot. It's hot here in Texas. Yeah. So, Mr. Asalan, tell us a little bit about your origin story. How did you start your business, your career? How did you get into your business? All right. So, first of all, uh, thank you very much again for inviting. Uh, my name is, you have already mentioned, Arsalan Minhas. I'm the Regional Vice President of Pre-Sales at Alfresco. Um, Alfresco is a software vendor. We develop and sell software solutions all across the globe yes. and uh, we let our customers or we help our customers in managing the most important piece of information which is their data so we help organizations in managing their content and managing their data talking about myself um, i always say that my first name arsalan has roots in turkish language my last name minhas has an indian origin However, I was neither born in Turkey nor in India. Oh, okay. Yes, so I was born and raised in Pakistan. Um, I started my career working for a Silicon Valley based company. I did my master's from Hamburg in Germany and now settled in Munich in Germany, the city of Oktoberfest for the last 16 odd years. So I define my identity pretty much in international identity. Uh, uh, yeah, coming from Asia and then finally settled here in Europe. Talking about my business, uh, what actually I'm doing and how I started that and what actually is my core focus. I would say that for the last 20 odd years, um, I've been advising, consulting and coaching the top executives of the Fortune 1000 companies to digitize their operations, to transform their business models and help them in creating additional revenue streams. And based on the knowledge which I have gained in the lows in those last 20 years working with these Fortune 1000 companies, I'm also sharing my knowledge and gained experience with people, with peers on topics like digital transformation, uh, how they could transform their organizations, people who would like to become great public speakers or great leaders and managing complex sales. So these are the topics where I am um, actively contributing my knowledge and helping custom, helping people to get to the level that they would like to. Wow. 
so so far it hasn't always been like this what what challenges did you experience building your business well um i mean if you look at i mean i started i mean i was born and raised in a middle class family in pakistan and where i am today is long journey spanning over 40 years so of course there have been a lot of challenges which i have faced throughout this journey and i believe that if i start mentioning those challenges it will become a very very long session <laughs> so so yeah i mean in all type of challenges that you could basically imagine from finances to um getting the opportunities to the environment and everything so there are a lot of challenges that i have faced so let me not go through those challenges but other i will focus on the positive aspects that if you are focused if yeah. you are um persistent you could accomplish anything or you could address any challenge so it's all about making sure that you remain focused avoid distractions and if you have a plan be persistent in executing executing that plan and never give up never give up if you take that approach you follow that approach any challenge can be addressed wow focus and persistence irrespective of whatever challenge is really really key like thank you so much for sharing those two key points there so what what what's your daily habit because there's a popular quote that says the success of a man is seen in his daily habit and also in his mindset so what mindset what habits has helped your business personally and professionally what mindset has built you up all the way That's a very good question that you are asking and I appreciate you are asking that question. Um let me explain that. I mean, if you look at this glass. Okay. It's like 60% or almost half filled with water, right? Yes. There are people who would say that this glass is half full. And there are some people who would say the glass is half empty. I mean, logically or technically both are right. Yes. But from a mindset perspective it's very different. Hmm. And and that's it. In the end it's all about the mindset. There are two type of mindset. I mean you've heard people talking about mindset that they are fixed mindsets and they are growth mindsets. Hmm. So if I have a fixed mindset I would be very comfortable in my comfort zone. I will never stretch that comfort zone. I will be very reluctant to change, very reluctant to adapt and um uh, and i will never question my status quo hmm. but if i have a growth mindset i won't shy away from taking on new challenges mm-hmm. learning new stuff to get to the next level if i have a growth mindset i will also question my status quo i will also question if i need to adapt my approach if i have to make changes in the recipes that made me successful in the past So in the end it's all about the right mindset and you need to have the growth mindset to get to the next level. If you're happy with your life with what you are doing and you don't want to change, you don't want to evolve, then fixed mindset is good enough. But when it comes to accomplishing something, I'm a true believer that you need to have a growth mindset. Wow. 
yeah like getting out of your comfort zone it's painful but it is worth it like it is worth it so and and one one thing i would also say like what habits do you have like because there are tons some people say oh they have planners they plan their time oh they like do you work out are you someone that, that takes your health serious what kind of sports do you do what like what habits do you build, use to build your your what personal development strategies do you use in your business and your life so a couple of things when it comes to habits first of all i'm a firm believer that one needs to keep the right balance between um work and life because okay. if you in the end you could contribute more to your towards your work and business if you're healthy both mentally and physically and for that you need to make sure that you have the chance to disconnect from your work and business and for example i play tennis i go for hiking i am into adventure sports i i do skydiving skydiving so yes it's a risky sport but i love doing that because uh in the end in life we have to take risk but calculated risk yes. skydiving has taught me how to take those calculated risk wow. oh and you also mentioned something about flying when we spoke yeah so i have um a desire i have a wish to be a pilot uh, i'm not able to get accomplish it purely because of the limited time that i have because of my work uh at some point i will definitely like to accomplish it so yeah flying is on my bucket list and uh, yeah so talking about my habits i i do adventure sports by the way i didn't mention about walking with the lions so this is something i also did uh, <laughs> i can i can't <laughs> lions and oh no <laughs> i mean some people when they hear all this they say okay you are taking uncalculated risk but no whenever i take this these are calculated and uh, well thought risk but in the end yeah uh, coming back to the ho- hobbies uh, going into the nature having a walk uh, going for a hike is something that i love doing because in the end that allows me to um, look after my mental and physical health which is which is very important when it comes to having the focus which i mentioned earlier and talking about the businesses you also ask um i i'm also a firm believer that all of us every individual mm-hmm. needs to have a dream uh it starts with having a vision it starts with having a dream because if i don't have a dream in my life i am useless and so it starts with a dream and once you have a dream then to think about after what you think about what should be your strategy to get that to make that dream a reality to get that vision accomplished so for example the dream your dream could be that you would like to make a difference in people life and maybe your plan is that okay you go to you work and serve people as a medical doctor maybe i also have the same dream but my plan would be that okay i want to invest in technology and innovation to serve humanity so people could have different plans to 
accomplish the same vision or the same dream but it needs to start with the dream and sometimes i hear people saying that arsalan the most important thing in the life is to have a plan and i disagree with that because a plan without a dream doesn't make any sense and otherwise uh, martin luther king i mean he should have given a speech on i have a plan instead of i have a dream <laughs> so yeah so it starts with a dream and then of course you need to draft a strategy to make your dream a reality and as i said that once you have a plan once you have your strategy it's all about remaining focused on that execution and making sure that you are persistent uh in execution and if you follow those practices those principles um connect you can accomplish anything in life wow that's true uh, persist, uh, persistence and execution really really key so how did you get into sales yeah how did your journey in sales how did it start out was it always about sales for you yes it, it was a long journey as i said that i am into the industry for the last 20 years and i didn't start in sales i was a software developer i was a software engineer and uh, um, and then over time uh, i start when i started speaking with people i started enjoying interaction with customers so after my masters which i completed in hamburg i put myself into a consulting role um uh, consulting customers and so on and that gave me a lot of useful insight a lot of useful experiences and i then thought about why should i why don't i go into sales and pre-sales so then i transformed into a pre-sales and a sales uh, consultant and over time of course then i started uh, getting into uh, climbing the management ladder and so on but in the end it has been uh, a journey moving from a very i would say behind the cubicle developer role to a very front end customer facing role but it's just like that you try different things in life your preferences change over time and ultimately you start finding that okay this is your passion and this is what you like to do so i i think now over time i found what actually i like doing and what is my passion sales so explain so what do you mean by pre-sales for people that are hearing this for the first time what do you mean by pre-sales so again very good question uh, pre-sales work very closely with sales the objective is the same to make deals happen to make businesses happen to bring value uh, to the customers sales is more focused on i would say on the commercial aspects like making sure that we have the right offer in place the right price is negotiated the right contractual terms are agreed with the customer but on the other hand side pre-sales is focusing more on the functional aspects making sure that the customer gets the right solution that meets the necessary requirements and needs so pre-sales is the one that looks at the customer for pain points and how to address those pains with a right solution with the right product so forming the right solution blueprint to address the customer pain points and challenges is the responsibility of the pre-sales organization but pre-sales and sales work hand in hand um, to make businesses happen and to add value uh, to the customers wow thank you so much for shedding light on that 
So let's dive into the topic for today, how to adapt your sales in a post-COVID-19 world. First, when the whole COVID-19 happened, what, what was on your mind? Like, how did, how did you perceive everything happening? So I will be very open with you. I mean, I believe that I'm not the only one. All of us have are experiencing this COVID-19 situation for the first time in our lives. It is yeah. unprecedented, never seen before. We have no reference model. And, and, and unlike those type of events which only impact a specific region or a geo, this crisis is impacting everyone across the globe. So this is really a global crisis and it's very first time in our lives we're experiencing it. So definitely it is also impacting sales uh, because in my opinion, this global crisis has transformed the businesses and also the operational models of businesses. And during COVID-19 and post-COVID-19, sales need to adapt to work in a new business ecosystem. Because if we don't adapt, if we don't learn, we will cease to exist. We will really uh, diminish. Uh, and in order to avoid that from happening, we need to make sure that we adapt our approach and we learn, uh, we, we learn what we need to do to make sure that we not only survive, but make the most of the opportunity which has been created by COVID-19. So the, because I know there are different kinds of businesses. We have the small business owners, we have um, service providers, we have agencies, there are tons of businesses. So how would you, how would, how would you say they can adapt their sales in post-COVID-19 world? Yeah. So, by the way, before I ask this specific question regarding COVID-19, I would like to mention that you these days you find every second article, every second blog, every second news item in a newspaper mentioning about this, that this is what you need to do because or post-COVID-19. So the, the people have made it a hype, a buzzword, and everyone is giving um, sharing his knowledge and insights and tips on COVID-19. And to be honest, if you really dig into the details, many of those tips, many of these suggestions were even valid before COVID-19. Yeah. So, 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 so in, if you ask me personally, there are a few things which we have to do irrespective whether COVID-19 exists or not, whether you do virtual sales or in-person sales. So those are the things that sometimes the sales are missing, which I call as common sense mistakes that they do. So those common sense mistakes need to be avoided irrespective of the situation. So first of all, I want to mention this. And second, yeah, then when it comes to COVID-19, definitely there are a few things which businesses can do. Mm-hmm. And again, um, if I start mentioning all the things, it will become a very long session. So I was just going to focus on three simple tips. Mm-hmm. So if you ask me, what are those three simple tips? They are number one, that an organization or a company, doesn't matter if it's a small business owner or a big enterprise. Enterprise, yeah. They have to double down their efforts on virtual sales. That is very important. Because if you look at 
um now like i mean right now i'm speaking with you i'm in the home office right now all of us are confined to work from home yes <laughs> and, and there are people who have never done this so they don't know how to develop relationships on a virtual channel like this what are the do's and don'ts of online meetings how they can negotiate convincingly using a zoom call or how to do social selling or what are the uh, um, i would say the best practices of one to one marketing so we need to coach our sales uh, people we need to coach our pre sales people to get better in virtual sales hmm. no doubt about it also in connection to that let's see the pattern in the last 3 4 months customers are buying more through self service options where they can go to a website order a product or a service yeah. which gets easily provisioned to them e-commerce solution they are getting more and more popular so if the companies are not offering any e-commerce options or self service products and solutions they are missing a big opportunity so companies need to invest in virtual sales both from a perspective of offering the products online but also in terms of coaching their people to get better in selling virtually that's my tip number 1 virtual sales yes <laughs> double down effort on virtual sales exactly yes and the second tip is what i would call as um farming i mean if you know the two sales models one is farming and one is hunting yeah farming is likely to pay more post covid 19 because the thing is that we all hunt for new logos we all hunt for new customers yes but when you can't meet people in person it becomes a bit difficult to develop relationships and hunt for new logos but if you already have a customer with whom you have a relationship it's easy to invest and build on that relationship identify additional use cases for upsell and cross sell so farming becomes even more important uh, in post covid 19 days and something which i would definitely suggest companies or people to look into seriously mm. and the third tip is um, the inside sales model i mean we know that we uh, small companies or big organizations have people who are doing tele sales uh, uh, trying to sell on telephone or online yes inside sales model becomes much more important post covid 19 because inside sales rep has the knowledge about how customers are buying products how's the how the customers journey look like during the entire process and during the entire customer journey so this inside sales rep is much better equipped to have a conversation with a prospect and even close the deal much quickly and cost effectively then people who do that face to face so i also suggest companies to start focusing more on inside sales post covid 19 so a lot can be said but these are the three simple tips which i definitely suggest companies to focus on so let's go through them again the three tips you mentioned virtual sales right double down the effort on virtual sales exactly tip number 1 and then tip number 2 tip number 2 is hunting 
is important, but farming will be far more important and likely to pay more um, um, post COVID-19. So invest in farming. So that's like, um, like your, how do I put it? Connecting personally with customers. Exactly. So farming is that I already have customers. I already have the relationships with them. Mm-hmm. Try to identify additional use cases where I can sell them new products, where I can sell them new services, but with the existing install base where I already have the relationship because that will be easier thing to do than hunting for new logos naturally post COVID-19. Yes, that's like your AOV, your backend sales. Yes, that's really, really important. And then the third one. The third tip is that focus on inside sales uh, because inside sales, again, because of the knowledge that they have and they know how to do sales using a telephone, using, uh, 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 I mean, using their computer or devices, they are also going to be much more effective in sales than I would say than those people who do those face-to-face sales. That's on phone, right? Ability to close on phone. Exactly. That is inside sales. So that is also going to be the key investment from my perspective the companies need to take into consideration. Yes, I see a lot of people doing that. Wow. So that's the the next thing for the COVID, the post-COVID-19 world. So Exactly, exactly. Having said that, as I already mentioned, that it doesn't mean that uh, you, one should stop doing those common sense things which we need to do in sales. Those things are important irrespective whether you are doing virtual sales or in-person sales. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that, Mr. Aslan. Thank you so much for coming on this podcast episode and sharing three important tips on how to adapt yourselves for the post-COVID-19 world. So double down on your virtual sales. If you've been selling, if you're, if you've been doing business physically face to face, it's time to switch online and double down online. And then he mentioned the farming and the hunting strategies, the hunting strategies are is you're trying to get new people into your business. The farming strategy is you're trying to provide more value to people that have worked with your business in the past, people that have paid you in the past. So ideally you want to look at creating more products, creating more services, building your value ladder. And by doing that, you're increasing your AOV, the average other value of your customer, which is also super important. So it's not just enough to get new customers. You also want them to buy more, to spend more in your business. And then the third strategy you mentioned is closing on the phone. The ability to close is a skill that you need to have in this season especially if you're selling high ticket products, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And again, I mean, uh, today we have not discussed it, but I always talk about one technique, which is I call as power messaging. And power messaging is all about how can I make my conversation more compelling, more powerful, whether I'm speaking someone on phone, whether I'm speaking someone through a Zoom call like this, or whether I'm in person, how can I become more powerful and compelling in my conversation 
and this technique is important for every salesperson, but especially for inside salesperson, especially for person who is speaking on phone. This technique is very, very important. Hmm. I believe this is a craft, powerful messaging, irrespective of where you're communicating with the customers on, right? Exactly. Exactly. Thank you so much, Mr. Aslan. I really, really enjoyed this session. This session you really really shared a lot thank you so much so any any other thing you would like to share um that would help people to adapt their sales in a post-covid-19 world i mean the only message which i want to give is that that we all need to make sure that we uh, we stick to the basics um, which means that let's not get um, blown away with all the things that we are hearing in terms of everything is going to be changed post-COVID-19. A few things are going to change. We have to adapt, but most of the things that we need to do were known anyways to us. And it's all about sticking to the basics and uh, making sure that we do our stuff properly without getting into a panic mode. And uh, as I already said in the beginning that uh, I am sharing my experiences, which I've gained in the last 20 years with people, especially who want to manage complex sales, people who would like to become successful leaders and uh, anyone who would like to discuss uh, best practices, benefit from my experiences, they are more than welcome to approach and we are more than happy to guide or assist that individual or that organization yes definitely i'm going to put all your i'm going to put all your bio and your description and all your links to the description of this episode wherever you're listening to this or you're watching this in the description box you're going to see the links to reach out to his company to do business with them thank you so much thank you so much mr aslan I thank you so much for joining on this episode. I really appreciate it. Same here. Thank you for inviting. Thank you for your time. Have a great day ahead and all the best. Yes. Bye. Thank you. Take care. Cheers. Bye.